Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're beginning the study of the book of Genesis and I can't tell you how excited I am about it. It's been a long time since I've gone through Genesis, but I really felt in my prayer time, I felt excited and compelled that there would be a lot for me to learn. And so I really wanted to go through it and have my spirit open to it and read it in a different way than potentially I've read it before. I felt like after going through the 10 books we've gone through, the three study topics that we've gone through and read, that it was really time for me to get back to the very beginning. It's considered the foundational element for the Bible because of what happened in Genesis. The rest of the Bible was was necessary and was written. So with that in mind, I want to also quickly go through a little background. I talk about A.W. Tozer an awful lot, and so many of you may not know who he is. And he was a pastor in the United States. I talk about Spurgeon also. He was a pastor in London and in England. They were different eras, but one followed the other. You had Charles Spurgeon, who was in the mid, early to mid 1800s. And then you had A.W. Tozer, who was in the late, he was born in like 1897 and passed away in 1963. He was, he accepted Christ when he was about 13. He was offered, and so he really poured himself into, into the Lord. He became a man of prayer. He said, um, he spent most of his day, or a lot of his day, often hours in prayer. And he really felt like prayer and communication with, with God was hypercritical for him. And he said, as a man prays, so is he. He had no theological teaching. Yet he was offered about at the age of about 18, 19, um, the opportunity to lead a, pa- a church. He took his first pastorship. Um, eventually, you know, that led to a 44-year career. He led churches in West Virginia, Chicago, and Toronto. He got an honorary degree, but he never had an official degree. He um, wrote often and prolifically. He was considered a a modern prophet, a 20th century prophet. And it was said of him, because he's had biographies written. One biographer wrote, the flippant did not like Tozer. The serious who wanted to know what God was saying loved him. And I know with Tozer and I know with with uh, Charles Spurgeon, it's often challenging. I have to read them both multiple times. Sometimes it's because of the language they're using. It was a little bit different era, especially Spurgeon. But most of the time it's because of the topic and the way, the depth at which they are writing. So anyways, I wanted to give you a little background because we're going to read a lot of Tozer. We're going to read a lot of Spurgeon as we go through Genesis. There's a lot of insight there. And they're going to provide a lot of guidance and interpretation as we go through the readings. So let's just read quickly the background on what Tozer has to say about Genesis. Genesis is a Greek word that means source or origin or beginning. It comes from the first phrase in chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning. Genesis is the book of beginnings from the creation of the universe through the patriarchal era of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and his sons, the founding fathers 
of the people of Israel. And that's important because ultimately the, the first half of the book is really about the patriarchs. It's about the foundation and the, the structure of the people. Genesis also is the first book of the Pentateuch, which is the law. So this is the f- first book. There's five of them. And they're the five books of the Moses, which founded and create were the foundation for the law that the Jews followed, that the, that the Israelites f- uh, followed. Um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers are a continuous narrative reviewed by the, by the book of Deuteronomy. So you have all of those books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers are, are a story. You know, it's a continual narrative of the people of Israel and the law. And then you have Deuteronomy, which basically gives a summary or a review. And they were all written by, by Moses. And it's supported by, you know, his, his, his writing of it is supported by the Talmud and the New Testament scriptures. So the message of Genesis is the book provides a reason for the rest of the Bible. God's plan to rescue the people he created after the fall of, Ab- of Adam and Eve because sin could not remain in the presence of a holy God, Adam and Eve and their descendants faced eternal separation from their creator. The first hint of God's plan to save people from sin by sending a Savior comes in chapter 3, verse 15, where God speaks to the serpent, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Out of the nations of people who scatter after the Tower of Babel, and that's in chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. God chooses one family, that of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose name becomes Israel, through which his plan of salvation would come to fruition. So the narrative of Genesis extends from the beginning of time of the world to the death of Joseph. The book of Genesis was written probably between 1445 and 1406 BC, while the people of Israel were camped in the wilderness. So the outline... It's uh, the first topic, the first half of the book, or first section of the book, because it's not really half of it, um, is the creation of the people, of, the, of a people, I'm sorry. God creates the universe and the people who populate it. Evil begins and spreads. And then the earth is judged, flooded, and renewed. And then it's the creation of a nation. That's the second part of Genesis. It talks about the family lines of Abraham, <clears throat> Isaac, and Ishmael. Family lines of Isaac, Jacob, and Esau, the sons of Jacob, and which are is they have then Joseph is sold into slavery, Judah sins, Joseph serves in Egypt, Joseph's brothers in Egypt, and Jacob settles his family in Egypt. So it's really quite a story. And when you, it, for those of you who are not really well versed in the Old Testament, it this is great. This is really what so much of what we've read or in the New Testament is founded on and is about. And it's why the Jews have such a rich history, the Israelites do, and that the, the Pharisees fought so hard, but they had corrupted it, their, their law with more laws. I think there were 617 laws that they had to follow just in their behavior. And from the 10, the 10, from Moses. So it's really interesting to see how everything develops. And with that, I'm just going to go and close with a word of prayer and then eventually here get started in chapter one. Lord, thank you. I'm excited about this. And I just pray that we would learn so much more about you, that we would learn and gain understanding as to who you are.
And I pray most of all that we would worship and read in spirit and truth, that our spirits would be open to you, that we'd be open to hearing your truth and the truth of all the world. It's amazing as we read about the creation of the world that you are still talking to us today. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would communicate it be your message that we hear, not mine, that there would be nothing of me because, God, God, I'm just a guy and I need to learn too just as much as anyone else. I submit this time, I submit this reading, I submit the book of Genesis to you and just pray that our souls would be nourished by it and that we would learn more about you to bring you glory and honor. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I'm excited to start this reading with you.